the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Patriot is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley says it's too early to say whether she'll run for president in 2024. I love this country. I had the pleasure of serving the state that raised me and defending the country I love so much. And if it looks like there's a place for me next year, I've never lost a race. I'm not going to start now. I'll put a thousand percent in and I'll finish it. If there's not a place for me, I will fight for this country until my last breath. The former governor of South Carolina campaigned this week in northwest Iowa on behalf of Congressman Randy Feenstra. A constitutional lawyer at Georgetown University says the school choice decision was the most important one from the Supreme Court this term. Until religious schools were able to participate equally with non-religious schools, the political impetus for school choice was greatly reduced. Professor Randy Barnett of Georgetown University spoke this week with the Salem Radio Network. This is SRN News. As an array of brilliant colors light up the sky this weekend, we know sparks may also fly at your gatherings. We hope your conversations are respectful, meaningful, and intelligent. This Independence Day, let's gather around the grill and celebrate our nationhood and the freedoms that draw us together as proud Americans. Wishing you a happy and safe Independence Day. We're AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Coming to you from the Kirby and Christina Realty Studios, AM 1280, The Patriot. Check out Salem Podcast Network, where we have award-winning hosts that extend well beyond who you hear on the air. Check it out at SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Mitch Berg and Narn on the way. First, let's take a look at the weather. 78 for a high today with some rain on the way. High of 85 on Sunday and more rain. You're listening to AM 1280, The Patriot. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that's making talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Happy Fourth of July weekend. Now, before you say it, I know some of you are saying, hey, wait, it's Independence Day, not just Fourth of July. Oh, pump the brakes. Every American deserving of the name American knows that they're synonymous completely. You say 4th of July, people know you're referring to Independence Day. On the other hand, if you say Independence Day, people know, by the opposite token, you're referring to the 4th of July. Kind of like if you say, hey, happy December 25th. It's December 25th's blessing. It doesn't make a lot of sense. But on the other hand, literally everybody in the world knows exactly what you're talking about. If in, in, in the Western or Christian world, people know you're referring to... To Christmas, 4th of July, Independence Day. Why choose? Let a thousand lights shine. At any rate, yeah, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's, uh, it's uh, the 4th of July weekend, Independence Day weekend, if you prefer. Either way, uh, I, I do say let a thousand lights shine. Let's recognize them all. It is the uh, two days before the, uh, the Independence Day uh, celebration here in America, as observed. There are those who say, not incorrectly, that the Declaration of Independence was actually signed on July 2nd, which you've had a bunch of, I don't know, pedantic uh, originalists saying, hey, today's the real Independence Day. Whatever, fine. Go ahead. Start shooting off your fireworks today. Uh, Go for it. By the way, today is also the real thing in Canada. It's Canada Day today. So happy birthday to Canada, which is sort of the the Art Garfunkel, the the Salieri, the, the Dr. Watson 
Uh, yeah, but yeah, they 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 are the Art Garfunkel to America's Paul Simon, the the Salieri to America's Mozart, the Doctor Watson to America's Sherlock Holmes, the John Oates to America's Daryl Hall, the I don't know what's some other good examples, the Doug Buffone to America's Dick Butkus, the uh, the Bud Abbott to America's Lou Costello, the I don't know Jazzy Jeff to America's Fresh Prince, the Scotty Pippen to America's Michael Jordan, perhaps the the Jim Messina to America's Kenny Loggins. Anyway, happy birthday to the Oats of of the North American Hall and Oats combination. Canada, welcome. Now, all due respect to Canada, I, knew, I grew up very near Canada. Actually, I am one eighth of French Canadian uh, descent. My my great grandmother on my mother's mother's side was a voyageur from Canada, and she talked like a hockey player for the rest of her life. So, uh, at least as far as I remember, I think I saw her one time when I was like eight. And she sounded like she was French Canadian, or at least that's what I remember in my mind's ah. So, who, who are you going to do? Check up with her on it? No, not not for the last fifty years or so. At any rate, uh, welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Happy birthday, almost United States of America. Happy birthday, Canada. Happy anniversary, or at least a meaningful anniversary, to one of the great events. In the history of Minnesota, uh, happened uh, on this day in 1863, the charge of the first Minnesota at the Battle of Gettysburg. More on that later on the broadcast here today. I, I come here, however, while praising in Amer- America, and there will be praise of America in, in great profusion later on today on the broadcast. Because, and, and by the way, next week I'll be running my evergreen July 4th Independence Day broadcast as well, if all goes according to plan, as it probably will. Uh, I I, want, I come not to to bury uh, to praise Minnesotans I should say, but to bury them, not really bury them literally, but to to bury them in logic, to drop to drop a rhetorical logic bomb on them. Uh, we we need a new word in this country. Now, it's nothing new from English majors like myself to talk about wanting new words. Neologisms are sort of the thing that that. It, it amuses us, like like building model railroads amuses engineers, or or like uh, or playing chopsticks amuses a great piano player. English majors love playing around with language, and I think we need a new word. And and when I say playing around with language, this isn't really playing. This is an important word. We have a couple words in English that are derived. Bear with me here. We'll get to a, a real serious point here very soon. But we have a, a couple words in, in the English language that are not fundamentally English. They are, they're not Latin, but they're called Latinate words. They're derived from the Latin. It's something that we, that we do in English. We, we borrow things from other languages and appropriate them, which in some, in some quarters will, will get me banned from lunch. I don't care. We have a couple words that are extraordinarily meaningful in English, uh, very loaded, have intense meaning, and deserve intense meaning. The first word is illiterate. I mean, the literal meaning is someone who can't read or write. But it really, it, it refers in a broad, not metaphorical, but, but general usage sense to someone who just doesn't know something. Someone who is illiterate about history doesn't know what history is. They may, they may or may not be able to read or write, but they just don't know history. Uh, to use it in a sentence, people who say that the Second Amendment only refers to muzzle-loading muskets are illiterate about history. They may be exceptionally capable readers and writers. They just don't know diddly about history. Another one that's a little less widely used but and uh, still has some redolent image to it is enumerate. Referring to someone who who can't do math or who can't work with numbers or in a broader sense, not directly applicable sense, someone who who may be able to do math, may be able to to run numbers, in fact, may be able to do some fairly calculated arithmetic and mathematics, but can't make sense of numbers. For example, using it in a sentence, Paul Krugman, alleged Nobel Prize winner, is utterly enumerate when he says that the blue states carry the red states in this country. It's, it's literally not enumerate. He, he knows numbers. He earned a Nobel Prize for a, a bit of abstruse number manipulation regarding currency 
uh, currency exchange. King Banyan can tell you more about it if, if he wants to, but hopefully he doesn't. Uh, anyway, that, those, those are the, the words. Now, we need a similar, elegant, preferably Latinate word along those lines, meaning completely groaningly, hideously ignorant about civics, the law, and the constitutional process. I asked this during my pre-show shout-out today for some of the people who were there, and I got a couple of good suggestions. On my pre-show shout-out, the suggestion was Chives Ignoratis, which is from the Latin, is literally Latin for ignorant about civics. Uh, Chives Ignoratis. It's more than one word. It doesn't exactly roll off the tongue, and it's not English per se. It's, it's pure Latin. It gets the point across. It is literally correct. It could go into a medical textbook if... Ignorance were a medical condition as opposed to a social pathology. Unfortunately, it is just a social pathology, so we won't have any people Latinizing it for, for, for medical purposes. But we're getting close. I, I put this out on Twitter as well, and we had uh, a good friend of the show uh, suggested uh, civignorant. It's a portmanteau. It combines two words that aren't originally put together to create a new word, civignorant, uh, which is ignorant about civics. A little awkward and kind of an artificial-sounding portmanteau, but I like it. It's Those two, chives ignoratus and civignorant, are on my short list. But those of you who may have gone to Catholic school or, like me, taken a couple semesters of Latin just for the fun of it in high school, because I am that big of a nerd— uh, sound off on that one, by the way. I'm looking for a quick, one-word, elegant term to refer to people who are preferably Latinate, but can be creative. If you've got some other language, you can make the case. I'm all ears at 651-289-4488. We, we need a Latinate word along those lines that means ignorant about civics, the law, and constitutional process. And we need it badly because this is a week that has been chock-full of that word. The Supreme Court's rulings this past two weeks have brought about the most epic tsunami of complete innumeracy, uh, not innumeracy, civignorance, let's call it, until we come up with a better word. And, and hopefully we will. Again, civignorance right there on the short list. I mean, we start off with Governor Klink, Governor uh, Tim Waltz, uh, Former, formal, uh, formally, not formerly, he's still elected governor, although he's really just a formal governor. I would suggest that Peggy Flanagan is the real governor, since without her, he would not be in office and he would not have whatever clout he has with the Progressive Caucus. So I'm going to suggest that, that Peggy Flanagan is the real governor of Minnesota. That's fine. This morning on Twitter, uh, about 10 o'clock this morning, as I was getting ready to do the show, uh, Governor Klink, tweet, I'm sorry, Governor Waltz tweeted, and I quote, voting is the cornerstone of our democracy. I'll never stop fighting to ensure this fundamental right is protected for all Minnesotans. Now, it's been a big week of, of Democrats waving red shirts to try and keep Democrats from disappointedly wandering away from the Democrat Party as they try to figure out how to get to pay their heating bill and their gas bill and feed their family at the same time. So they're they're waving bloody shirts like this. Again, voting is the cornerstone of our democracy. I will never stop fighting to ensure this fundamental right is protected for all Minnesotans. Now, I will hear in advance your re responses like, hey, what about the fundamental right to keep your business open or to decide what gets stuck in your body uh, via medical mandate or uh, whether to send your kids to school or to actually look at government science before you let that so-called government science log roll you into bankruptcy. Point taken. But I am bringing this up not to go over Governor Waltz's history. Believe me, there will be plenty of that in the next few months before the election. But to bring up his chivis ignoratis, or at least, or, or civ ignorance, if you prefer, or whatever better term we come up with, a 651-289-4488, or a hashtag NarnShow on Twitter, whatever the term is, I, I want to, to, to demonstrate to you Governor Klink's civic ignorance. Because voting is an important part of a democracy with a small d, self-government by, of, by, and for the people. But it's not the cornerstone. 
because people vote everywhere. People vote in China and Iran and, and North Korea and Canada. But separation of powers and a strict division of powers between the levels and branches of government to check and balance each other at every turn, combined with rigorous defense of human rights and civil liberties, that is the cornerstone of our democracy. And by the way, it's an area where the Klink administration has totally uh, messed up, shall we say. Uh, More on that when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. The fun is literally just beginning. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Did you know my mom's going to have a baby? She is? Will it be a boy? Or will it be a girl? We don't know yet, but we heard the heartbeat, and my dad said this is going to be someone very special. You mean like being a president? Or maybe a doctor? Well, probably maybe like a singer or dancer, I think. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. We know that every baby is a miracle and has the potential to do great things. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-764-2179. 800-764-2179. That's 800-764-2179. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Some of your favorite pastors and authors are bringing you their most popular devotionals free. Discover the joy and peace you can experience every day when you spend focused time in God's Word. Sign up for daily devotionals from Crosswalk.com and get inspiration and encouragement sent right to your inbox with devotionals for parenting, singles, women, and more. Crosswalk.com provides spiritual growth for every stage of life. Crosswalk.com is a division of Salem Media Group. Don't get lost in the endless stream of misleading headlines. Turn to a leading source of conservative news. Townhall.com. Political cartoons. Thoughtful commentary. And an intelligent perspective on the day's headlines. Townhall.com. A division of Salem Media Group. AM 1280, The Patriot. The Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488. The number to call. Hey, don't forget, you hear us on the air, listen to our podcast, you read our blogs, you see our videos, you chat with us at our events. But what if you got to spend some quality time one-on-one with your favorite host? If you're the winner of our 2022 Terrific Talkers VIP experience, we'll fly you and a guest out to meet the host of your choosing, and you'll get to sit on their program, sit in on their program, actually. We'll cover three rights in a hotel stay, three nights in a hotel stay. Give you a $300 gift card to cover some fun sightseeing or dinner reservations. You can enter once every day. There are bonus entry opportunities as well. Just go to am1280thepatriot.com. The hosts you can choose from are Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, Hugh Hewitt, Brandon Tatum, Charlie Kirk, Eric Metaxas, Sebastian Gorka, Jenna Ellis, Todd Starnes, Carl Jackson. Wait, no, no Dana Lash? 
No Brad Carlson? No Jack Tomzak? No Mitch Berg? Get my agent on the line. One of these days. 651-289-4488, the number to call. We're still looking for a new word, uh, preferably a Latinate word, to uh, describe the context, uh, the, the, the concept, rather, of being completely illiterate about civics. Analogous to illiterate, meaning unable to read or write, and figuratively just unable to understand literary concepts or history or anything of any intellectual depth. Uh, companion word, enumerate, inability to do math, literally, uh, figuratively, the ability to under, understand numbers. We had some uh, ex- suggestions here. Uh, let's see. We can get back to the Patriot. Uh, let's see. Matthew and David Str- Matthew in uh, San Diego and David Strom, former colleague here at AM12A, the Patriot, both suggested Democrat. It's a good term. Uh, it works. It's a little snarkier than I want because, honestly, I want it. There's people on the right who are also civignorant, Chivis ignoratus, if you want to go pure Latin on them, and who doesn't? Uh, so I'd like to I'd like to keep it nice and generic because we all know who I'm talking about. We don't have to beat them over the head over it here. Uh, some other ones here. Wouldn't it be Paula Literate, the man from Okinawa, apparently from Okinawa, or uh, some variation on that said, that wouldn't it be Paula Literate? That could work. A lot of syllables. Uh, it is Latinate, uh, so I could go with Paula Literate, Sig Ignorant. Poly, I looked at Paul ignorant. That just did not work well. Uh, a number of people are, are getting behind civic ignorant and the Democrat Party. Uh, we, a lot of options here. Uh, Daniel su- suggests aocate. That's a o c a t e, as in derivative of or reminiscent of or redolent of Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Good one. That's going to go on the short list. I might have to write all these down here. Aocate, uh, along with civic ignorant. Polyliterate and Chivis Ignoratis. We're, we're going to home in on something here. Aokate is nice and snappy. Uh, we can probably uh, get that one on the short list. That, I may have to put a vote out there. That may have to have a Twitter poll sometime later on in the hour here. We'll see if we can get some people whipped up for that here. At any rate, the reason I'm looking for this word is because it's direly, desperately needed. The, the, the language cries out for this word because there is so much of it out there. Governor Klink, of course, exhibited it by saying, voting is one of the, 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 the bedrock of our democracy. And the voting is important. If we couldn't vote, we wouldn't have a democracy by definition. But anyone can call themselves democracy and give people ballots and say, go ahead and vote. And then ignore the whole thing. It happens all the time. Red China has elections. Iran has elections with, uh, with, with 98% turnout for what good it does. Canada has elections, even though they are functionally a, a bureaucratic authoritarian government at this point. Yeah, they're technically a representative democracy, too. But give it time. This last year has been really, really bad for democracy in Canada. Happy birthday, Canada. You got work to do. Uh, other countries like that. I mean, North Korea has elections of a sort for all the good they do you. And there's a lot more examples than that. We'll get to this. But, I, but while we work on getting to the words, let's uh, let's go to the phones in St. Paul. Bob, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio yeah, Network. I right always thought the best word you can always put, in a, you could say politically challenged. You know, it's like when somebody's overweight, you say he's caloric challenged. Yeah. Or, oh, I know. I, I've used that one before as well. And it's it's on point. But it's not one snappy little word derived from the Latin or potentially Greek. That's the one area where, where it falls a bit short there. You know what I'm saying, Bob? Yep. Fair enough. Keep at it, though. 651-289-4488. Aokate, Civ Ignorant, uh, Chivis Ignoratis, and uh, Polyliterate are the short list so far. And, we don't, and, and I'll be looking for more of this. By the way, you can send them in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N Show on either Twitter, Gab, Parler, MeWe, or Getter. Or you can join us on Facebook, on the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. We are, in fact, uh, live streaming the show there. You can just leave a comment in the comments section if you have an entry for this. It's important. In addition to Governor Klink's just woefully ignorant statement, I mean, it's not really ignorant. He's, I th- I'm fairly sure he knows better. But he's also fairly sure that people who are prone to and susceptible to voting for him don't know any better. So that's no better. 
We've had a lot of this this past uh, couple weeks here as the Supreme Court has started actually doing its job. And in fact, that's been an important uh, point brought up this past week. The editorial in the National Review entitled A Historical Great Term. Uh, I'll post that at shotinthedark.info later today because it's a great, a great article saying conservatives are accustomed to losing. Sometimes we grow too accustomed. Thus, conservative voters often pose Disraeli's stinging question of their leaders. What have you conserved? Few institutions have preserved, uh, provoked these questions more often than the Supreme Court, despite the fact that 20 of its last 29 justices have been appointed by Republican presidents, that we've had a Republican chief justice continuously since 1953 for whatever good it has done us. And yet they have, for most of that time, voted center to left on most things. And yet this year, says the uh, editorial from the National Review. For the first time in memory, the Supreme Court concluded a term in which it consistently did its job. The court has been holding the line against liberal adventurism on uh, on a gradually lengthening list of issues for some decades, but with mixed results, especially on cultural issues. This year, the first full term since Justice Amy Coney Barrett replaced Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the court not only resisted further mischief, it repeatedly stood up for the Constitution, and the rule of written law to the point of rolling back around and seized by the anti-constitutionalists. The uh, shrieking you hear in progressive quarters is the predictable result of rejecting their view of history. And they're right. They're right. And you compare the shrieking to the absolute facts of what's happened. It, it is, it's a bit of cognitive, distance, uh, cognitive dissonance that needs a term like Civignorant, or polyliterate, or aocate, because you're going to be using it so much. For example, in Ray, the ruling uh, from two weeks ago, seems so long ago now, about uh, using uh, public spending to support uh, student vouchers going to parochial schools. Well, the Democrats say, hey, that's a violation of church and state. The, The facts were, it's a correct interpretation of the separation clause. And it rolled back a whole lot of specious reasoning on uh, on really faulty and fallacious and non-originalist interpretations of the of the Establishment Clause. How about the Bruin case, uh, the, the Second Amendment case, saying that you, you can't just pile on arbitrary restrictions on gun owners? Well, the left says, because they cannot distinguish between a law-abiding gun owner and a criminal, they say it's, it's going to increase gun violence. It's going to loosen gun regulation as violence increases, as if the people who are qualifying for carry permits are the ones that are committing the violence on the streets. And, and so to the left, to the civignorant, to the polyliterate, to the, to the aokate among us, that's abetting gun violence, whereas the fact is, It's saying states cannot arbitrarily restrict essential civil rights of the law-abiding citizen, which is thoroughly originalist. It's what was intended by the Constitution originally. It's ironic because Democrats, especially anti-gunners, like to say, hey, this Constitution was written when there were nothing but muzzle-loading muskets. So they're very originalist about technology, but not about the principles at hand. How about uh, uh, the the uh, Dobbs case, the repealing of Roe versus, or the overturning, I should say, of Roe versus Wade. Well, they say that's re- repealing an essential civil right. And what the Supreme Court really said was to the non civ ignorant, to those who are not aokate or poly illiterate, it's saying two things. Number one, that the Supreme Court does not create rights, as they did with Roe versus Wade. And thus, it is the job under the Constitution, the contract that formed these United States, to, to make up, to, to define those rules. In other words, as we said last week on the show, pro-choicers have to do what us gun owners have been doing for the last 50 years, convincing people one at a time. Another big one this past week, uh, stopping the Environmental Protection Agency from making up rules uh, the, the left, the AOK, the poly illiterate, said, hey, you're stopping the EPA from doing its job. One moron said, hey, if an asteroid was coming towards Earth, would you stop NASA from doing the job because Congress didn't say so first? we well, kind of proving our point because NASA already uh, has that job, along with Space Force, 
Thank you, Donald Trump, by the way, for having a constitutionally, congressionally mandated uh, parts of the executive branch whose job it is to do that. The Supreme Court said the executive branch has to follow the laws that are written by Congress. Because under the division of powers we have at the federal level, Congress writes the laws, not the executive branch. The executive branch enforces them, but Congress writes them. Going back to what was originally intended, the horror. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. I may be a fool or two that you'll never see me complain. I'll do my crying The fight for the unborn is raging in our country. An unprecedented leak from the Supreme Court indicates that Roe v. Wade is on the brink of being overturned. The debates have never been stronger. The award-winning film, The Matter of Life, cuts through the rhetoric and hatred and exposes the real issues surrounding the plight of the unborn. The Matter of Life. Stream it at SalemNow.com. If you care about protecting the unborn, this is a movie you will not want to miss. It's been hailed as the best pro-life movie ever made. The Matter of Life. Stream it today at SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com. There is a battle taking place in America. Whether you're pro-choice or pro-life, you need to see this film. The Matter of Life. Stream it today at SalemNow.com and have your own life transformed as you watch The Matter of Life. The 3M Open is more than just a golf tournament. It's golf that matters. By simply attending the 3M Open, you're helping raise money for charity. Not to mention you'll experience science, local food trucks, signature cocktails, and family fun with a side of golf. Join us July 18th to 24th at the TPC Twin Cities to see what it's all about. Get your tickets today at 3mopen.com slash tickets. That's the number three, the letter M, open.com slash tickets. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. Free, what a great word. We're often asked if we give free estimates. The truth is that very little is actually free. But we absolutely do offer free, no-obligation estimates on roofing, siding, gutters, and windows, and we feel privileged to do so. This makes me think of the incredible cost of salvation. So costly that nobody, nobody can afford it. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death. The only way to pay our sin debt is with death. Ouch. The verse continues with, But the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Honestly, there is very little cost to us doing an estimate for you, and we actually get the benefit of meeting you too. But think of the cost of salvation. If you have any questions about your home's exterior or about the free gift of salvation, please look us up at thekingdombuilders.com. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in our current culture? How does your faith in Christ relate to the world around you? At times, being a Christian can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and challenging landscape. That's why you should visit iBelieve.com, a site designed for Christian women. Whether you're looking for insight, conversation starters for your church group, or just an uplifting message, you'll find it at iBelieve.com. Visit iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. AM 12A, The Patriot. 651-289-448. Hey, our roster of values-driven, award-winning hosts extends well beyond who you hear on the air. SalemPodcastNetwork.com for even more insightful commentary and uh, compelling conversations from our team. And by the way, our team includes Charlie Kirk, Michelle Tafoya, Dinesh D'Souza, Jenna Ellis, Carl Jackson, uh, Trish Regan, and many more. And of course, uh, the police on your back, Brandon Tatum. Black conservative, former police officer. His opinions aren't always popular, but they are certainly powerful. So, uh, what did I just say? Check it out, SalemPodcastNetwork.com. 651-289-4488. Listen to Brandon Tatum, by the way, afternoons. And you can say, because... 
sound of the police, as he says. 651-289-4488, the number to call. We're talking about the need for a new word in the English language to uh, parallel with words like illiterate and enumerate. Uh, to refer to people who are completely ignorant about civics, about the constitutional process of self-government, about the law as and the care and feeding of the law as it relates to self-government. It's a term we direly need in this country. And the short list right now is shaking up, shaking up pretty well. Civignorant, uh, chivis ignoratis, if you want to go straight up Latin here. Uh, polyliterate, of course, is on the list. And the somewhat glib but very appropriate aokate as in pertaining to AOC. It's so close, so close. I, I'm tempted just because it's so so on point to, to go with that. But we'll, we'll con- keep considering that. More nominations being accepted at the hashtag Narn Show on Twitter, Gab, Parley, MeWe, and Getter, or at 651-289-4488. The, the examples are all over. The, I mean, this, the, the, the dis- misinterpretation of the uh, Supreme Court decision so far has been just... Uh, ignorant, civiliterate, polyliterate. Here's one example. A fellow named Dr. Ben R. Hodges, who's a I don't know, career bureaucrat with a Ph.D. of some sort or another, uh, a fellow with a long history of wrapping himself in unearned self-righteousness, who, who tweeted uh, a couple of hours ago, actually uh, yesterday, yesterday, Thursday, he tweeted, so let me get this straight. A law written 50 years ago doesn't apply because regulating carbon dioxide is too different. But an amendment written 240 years ago uh, for muzzle-loading guns absolutely applies to semi-auto guns with 50-round magazines. That's just making it more up. Well, Dr. Hodges, who, by the way, uh, describes himself in his Twitter uh, feed as solidarity with Dr. Jill Biden, and all women PhDs who are gaslighted. Shouldn't it be gaslit? Dr. Hodges? Uh, anyway, Dr. Ben Hodges, who I'm going to suggest to you is a doctor in some uh, uh, in- intensely useless discipline. Uh, I'm glad you said so. Let it get this straight. Because you don't have it straight, <clears throat> Dr. Hodges. Because you don't. Uh, the law written 50 years ago regarding the Environmental Protection Agency referred to the functioning and operation of an executive branch office that, like all executive branch offices, is supposed to follow rules, we call them laws, established by Congress. You see, that's that's the bit of civics that we were taught when we were, I don't know, ninth grade for most of us, if if we weren't, uh, I don't know, don't have PhDs in some studies discipline. The, 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 the Congress makes the laws. The executive branch enforces them, but Congress makes them. The Supreme Court interprets them and occasionally invalidates them, but they don't make them, except Roe v. Wade. That's how it's supposed to work. Each branch of government has its enumerated powers and the checks and balances it imposes on the other branches. So the law 50 years ago, in other words, the law establishing the Environmental Protection Agency, which the agency uh, went outside the rules that were established by it for Congress. That, that's how the ruling affected that. Whereas the Constitution, written 240 years ago for the assault weapons of the day, the muzzle-loading musket, which was the AK-47 of the 1700s, refers to an essential human right, something which the Supreme Court, not just this past week, but over the course of the last 15, 20 years, and thence going back to the writing of the Constitution, has said is an inalienable human right that, and I quote, shall not be infringed. Second Amendment right shall not be infringed, barring compelling, historically uh, proven reasons like keeping guns out of the hands of felons. Otherwise, shall not be infringed. It does not say anywhere in American law that the power of a bureaucracy shall not be infringed. It does say they shall be infringed when they step outside the legal statutory bounds set for them by the legislature. Because if you let the legislator write it, the legislature write its own rules, it's a short step to tyranny from there, a tyranny that people like Dr. Ben Hodges apparently uh, welcomes. 
since that seems to be all he ever uh, right uh, ever calls for on his Twitter feed, uh, Doctor Hodges. Uh, so anyway, yes, that's that's the uh, that's the non aokate non polyliterate example right there. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. The number to call. Uh, let's go to the phones in Bloomington. Dan, uh, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Mitch, it's a pleasure, young man. Thank you very much. Um, I, I'm also a doctor. Uh, my school was the heart, the School of Hard Knocks. Um, Welcome, but doctor. Have, <laughs> thank you. I have a word for you for what you've been going for, and that's IGNOAM, standing for Ignorant American. IGNOAM, Ignorant American. It's a, it's a portmanteau and a... A, 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 bit, a bit of a, I forget what the word is for abbreviating words into one word together. Let's call it a portmanteau. Not especially, well, it's it's partially Latinate. I think we can take that one under consideration. Thank you very much for your call, Daniel. Uh, ignoam. Uh, it, it, it sounds a little artificial. And, and I don't say that by as, as criticism. Just saying words that don't sound like words that people would normally say tend not to catch on. This is one of the things that people like me who spent way too much time in linguistics class in college uh, wrap ourselves around uh, constantly. So don't take that as an offense at all. I'm just kind of thinking out loud on that. Ignoam. I've got it on the list here. Uh, because cause whatever a term is, we need it. Because the civic ignorance out there, the civic ignorance, the, the chivis illiterates, or ignorantes, sorry, chivis ignorantes, the ignoamism, the Aokatism, the polyliteratism, has been very much on display lately. In, in addition to the the terrible takes on Supreme Court cases of this past two weeks, when the Supreme Court has been doing the job the Constitution allotted to it, and in so doing, taking itself out of a few of the jobs that it's not supposed to do, with the executive branch right behind it. I've heard another one this past week. It just makes me think, man, the work of the founding fathers left to us is nowhere near done. I, I this is a conversation I had with a, a let's just I think it's safe to call him a progressive this past week in talking about the uh Bruin decision that sent uh, the that, that essentially told uh states you can't arbitrarily uh misinterpret the second amendment to uh, wrongly infringe the rights of the law abiding citizen for example, in New York, you can't make law-abiding citizens prove they have a reason to exercise a constitutional right. You, uh, you, you, focus, you should focus on keeping criminals from exercising a, exercising a right they have no right to and, and throwing this back to the states. And the progressive bright light said, well, actually, we're not 50 states. We're one country. Now, Show of hands out there, if you've heard of at least one progressive out there, way out on the left side of, of education's uh, Dunning-Kruger, uh, Dunning-Kruger curve, saying something like that. I mean, this is one of the big failures or acts of sabotage, really, of modern American education, creating so many people out there who, like the person who said, actually, were not 50 states, were one country, uh, creating so many Aokate or civil literate or or polyliterate or am ignorant ignoamic. Uh, I'll, I'll run with that for I'll see how it works. Ignoamic. I need to come up with a better adjective form of ignoam. It's a, it's a useful noun. We need uh, we need a better adjective form of it. Or just play chivis uh, ignorantes. Uh, people in our society. There are way too many of because modern students apparently have learned nothing about. Why the Constitution exists, in other words, to provide a framework, a contract, if you will, for all of us governing ourselves, or what the Constitution does, limiting the powers of government and enumerating the checks and balances that those parts of government have on each other, or why our nation is called, and this is important here, why our nation is called the United States, and why the different parts of the United States are called states rather than provinces or counties or, or ridings or parishes or administrative zones or whatever they are or were originally intended to be little mini nations and and by the way the word citizen means mini government someone who has 
a person who has the power and the rights, at least in individual form, sort of like the, the fun size candy bars, all of the fun size versions of all the powers and responsibilities of government. The right and responsibility to speak freely, to worship, to have a free conscience, to have privacy, to, to have powers reserved to it and checks and balances against those powers from other parts of the equation. The ability to defend oneself. If you take those rights away and powers and responsibilities away, you're not a citizen. You're a subject. Uh, people don't know this. People don't know what people think citizen means taxpayer. No, no, that's, that's a serf, ladies and gentlemen. Or for that matter, what federalism is in the U.S.'s case, by the way, similar to post-war Germany, a balance of powers and rights between the federal and state governments. The states are called states because they are many countries that got together and signed a contract with each other called a constitution saying we're going to give up some of these powers that we have, we would have had as individual sovereign nations to create a federation that makes us all bigger, better, and more powerful. By the way, that's the way Germany's been since the end of World War II. The, uh, I believe, 17 different uh, parts of Germany. They're not called provinces. They're not called districts. They're not called counties or ridings or Tona or Gawa. They're called Länder, lands, meaning semi-sovereign countries of their own. That's what the intention of the Constitution was. Let's take a quick break. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Still looking for that word to describe the civignorant, the polyliterate, the aokate. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. You thought what a pity Dream on white boy, white boy Dream on black girl, black girl And wake up to a... 1280 The Patriot Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington Or on horseback in Dallas We're where you are Listen to AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. The fight for the unborn is raging in our country. An unprecedented leak from the Supreme Court indicates that Roe v. Wade is on the brink of being overturned. The debates have never been stronger. During this critical time, a new movie is about to be released. The award-winning film, The Matter of Life, cuts through the rhetoric and hatred and exposes the real issues surrounding the plight of the unborn. The Matter of Life. Stream it today at SalemNow.com and have your own life transformed as you watch The Matter of Life. Watch it now at SalemNow.com. The Patriot is proud to air the Pledge of Allegiance every weekday morning. If you're a veteran, current service member, or a first responder, we would like to honor your service by having you recite the pledge. If you're interested, please call us today and we'll book a time for you to visit our studios. The number is 651-289-4410. That's 651-289-4410. Then join us for the pledge each weekday morning at 730. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshares. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, well, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, founder and CEO of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sounds crazy, right? Well, the crazy thing is, this never ends. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare, you'll pay nothing. Were you lied to when buying a timeshare and want out? Get the facts about timeshare cancellation. Call Wesley now for your free information kit. 800-691-9999. 800-691-9999. After nearly three decades on the sidelines as an Emmy Award winning reporter, Michelle Tavoy is now coaching us through today's insanity. Check out Sideline Sanity with Michelle Tavoya for her unique and sane perspective. You'll hear from players, coaches, subject matter experts, and key players in the political sphere. Stream Sideline Sanity with our MVP, Michelle Tafoya, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SalemPodcastNetwork.com. 
Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, you want to get caught up on the top news of the day? Well, then you'll love this new feature at am12athepatriot.com. Click on hosts. Choose one, and then on the right side of the page, you'll see a listen to my views on, and just fill in the blank, and you'll find the intelligent commentary you crave on the subject. That's uh, am12athepatriot.com. Click on hosts. And there's a plethora of views about the subjects of the day. Uh, right then and there. Well, you don't have Brad Jack or I on there just yet, but we'll 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 get there at some point here. A lot of these Salem things, we just need to filter down to the local level here because this is important. So, that's what you want, and this is what you'll get because this may not be Jermaine, but okay, it's not Jermaine, but I always love the hook. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. The number to call should you care to join us. Uh, we're still looking for the correct term. Uh, we had a caller offline who suggested ignoramus. That's that that is appropriate in many cases. It has a certain accusatory uh, vibe to it that I don't necessarily want that to. Someone could be illiterate through no fault of their own. Nobody bothered to teach them to read. Nobody gave them the facility to teach themselves. I mean, there's there's a certain there can be a certain compassionate angle to it. Someone can be enumerate just because they are have a, a, a learning disability that makes it di- math difficult. I mean, dyslexics have a hard time with math and reading. They can be less technically literate and numerate. Uh, ignoramus is is pretty much a, a negative connotation to it. Very appropriate for, for example, those who are truly aokate tend overwhelmingly to be ignorami. It's got a place. It's 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 like many words in the English language. It has a useful place in the vast panoply of uh, semantics that we can use to bring to bear in any situation. For example. Someone can be very literate, like, say, the doctor in the story we just talked about here, and still be an ignoramus, the, the doctor who said, her, actually, a law written 50 years ago uh, is being thrown out because it wasn't specifically uh, <laughs> an, an environmental law was thrown out, and yet uh, laws written 240 years ago about muzzle-loading muskets are still right. That's... It's polyliterate. It's chivis ignorant, if I want to turn that into an adjective form. Ignorantus? Ignorant. It has been 40-odd years since I took Latin, so bear with me on that here, folks. It is certainly aokate. And, and by the way, you get into words like aokate, it's, it's getting into uh, an area where you're verging on insulting, and that's okay. Because in the case of Dr. Ben Hodges, it's insult is, is the best he deserves for having a, an opinion like that and wrapping it around a Ph.D., uh, for example. Uh, whatever the term is, it's happy hunting time for it. This is a target-rich environment for that term. For example, our senator, Amy Klobuchar, uh, tweeted yesterday, about uh, early afternoon yesterday, and I quote, I mean, in between bludgeoning staff members, uh, she tweeted, We've got Senate races, governor's races, state legislative races across the country, and we've got pro-choice Democrats running in them. This is how we fight back. Now, let me let me spell this out for those of you who may be fans of Senator Klobuchar and are thus aokate, polyliterate, or polyilliterate, I should say, or civignorant enough to have read that bit of word salad and taken it seriously. Last week, Senator Klobuchar said that the Dobbs ruling was a threat to democracy. Now, apparently, if you could read between the lines of what the senator said, and I'll say it again, and read between the lines here, see if you can get the, the meaning within the meaning here, and I quote, We've got Senate races, governor's races, state legislative races across the country. We've got pro-choice Democrats running in them. This is how we fight back. So 
if the ruling was a threat to democracy and democracy's dead, then the election wouldn't matter, would it? But now you're saying democracy is the solution, which is exactly what the Supreme Court said. What's the... Where's the cognitive dissonance, Senator? Where does this aosatism, this polyilliteracy, this civignorance, this ignoramicity, we we got to work on the, the conjugations of, of ignoram. That's, which, by the way, is a contraction and, and, and a variety of other linguistic uh, co- uh, concepts brought up by Matt from San Diego. Thank you. We got to work on the, the, the various forms beyond the root of that term. That's where it gets awkward. Speaking of awkward, Amy Klobuchar doesn't apparently think very much of her voters because she is doing exactly what the Supreme Court said needed to be do it needed to be done in ray of the subject of abortion. Instead of making up rights from whole cloth, which is not an enumerated power of the Supreme Court, and by the way, if the Supreme Court were to come out tomorrow by a 6-3 majority and say there is a legal responsibility to own an assault rifle and 10,000 rounds of ammunition, they'd be right in saying the Supreme Court was overstepping its bounds because the Supreme Court has no power to, to mandate any such thing or to mandate any rights out of whole cloth. By the way, a good friend of the uh, the show, Anne from St. Paul, said, "Hey, w- paraphrased what I wrote about Senator Klobuchar, saying, wait, last year you were saying the ruling was a threat to democracy. Now you're saying it's a boon to your party and your fundraising efforts, and you're hoping it will help you gain power. And, and, and Anne says, yeah, that's closer to uh, Amy Klobuchar's true meaning. I say let's let a thousand lights shine, or at, at least let's let two Twitter statements uh, hold true because they're both true. I mean, the senator is is admitting without saying it in as many words that she's doing exactly what the Supreme Court says, and that that is in fact the answer. If indeed that's the answer she seeks, is to to win this through the democratic process. But it's also her trying to raise funds, which is part of the democratic process, one way or the other. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM twelve eight, The Patriot. Go now, where we'll be right back. Take the time to really get to know your body. You find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-457-9220. 800-457-9220. 800-457-9220. That's 800-457-9220. 
Yeah, Ember Grove Hyundai, they have an amazing service staff. Incredible. Hey, I'm Javon from Megan. All in all, um, the entire staff is so friendly. I mean, you have young people to even elders. They really are like like good people. They have really, really good hearts. So Tyler is someone that I would highly recommend. Uh, he'll, he'll remember your name, too. <laughs> I have a Hyundai Sonata 2020. And uh, the services that I've gotten on there is uh, oil changes. We had to switch out the chip maybe once. And I, I probably had a, like a, a check engine light, and I wanted to get it checked on. But they never give me a hassle. It's like, hey, come in. One thing I love the most about Invergrove Hyundai is any place you go, that if they remember you, then you're significant to them. Even if you don't think you are, they'll make you feel like it, and you'll feel right at home. Invergrove Hyundai's service technicians are ready for you no matter what kind of vehicle you drive. Open 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. weekdays. Call them today or schedule your appointment online at InvergroveHyundai.com. That's InvergroveHyundai.com. AM 1280. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.